Luke Walton is out. The Sacramento Kings now are searching for their 11th head coach since Rick Adelman was fired back in 2006. And while some of you may feel like this is a cause for celebration, I'm here to make sure that the spotlight is shined on the correct people. I will not allow Luke Walton to be the fall guy for those who really should take responsibility for this continued Sacramento Kings failure. We'll talk about it on this emergency episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. You are Locked on Kings. Your daily Sacramento Kings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time, time for another episode of Locked On Kings. Hello and welcome into Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of your Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports media member for the last seven years. This is my eighth season covering Kings basketball, formerly for Sports 1140 KHDK Radio in Sacramento, now for ABC 10 television. Wasn't planning on doing a podcast today, but had a feeling that I was going to be doing a podcast today because after the Kings were embarrassed by the Toronto Raptors and then fell uh, last night to the Utah Jazz, it just felt like the writing was on the wall that Luke Walton stays as uh, a Kings fan, or rather Kings coach, uh, were coming to an end. Uh, And I know Kings fans are celebrating. Maybe you listening right now are celebrating this move, but this is a dark day for the Sacramento Kings, and I'll, I'll explain why. And now let me be perfectly clear. Let me set the stage on this and set the stage for my argument um, just so there is no confusion as we get through the remainder of this podcast here today. This is not a pro-Luke Walton argument. This is not a Luke Walton was the right coach for the Sacramento Kings. I believe Luke Walton was the perfect coach here, the guy who's going to lead this team to the playoffs. That's not what this argument is about at all. Luke Walton just so happens to be the head coach uh, or was the head coach, and I would make this argument. I made a similar argument for Dave Yeager. I've made this argument a lot, really, over the uh, the last 15 seasons. Like I mentioned in the introduction, Luke Walton being fired. Now the Kings are looking for head coach number 11. Number 11 since Walton, or rather since Rick Adelman was fired after the 2006 season, which also was the last time that this Sacramento Kings team made the playoffs. 11 head coaches. It's it's absolutely embarrassing. It's it's absolutely embarrassing. So again, this argument is not a pro-Luke Walton argument. This argument is this organization continues to fail. They continue to fail. And the reality is that this organization, the Sacramento Kings, should be more embarrassed to put out this press release and, and to fire Luke Walton and make another coaching change. They should be more embarrassed to have to do that, then Luke Walton should be being fired. Now, I think Luke Walton's days as a head coach and opportunities as a head coach in the NBA are done. I don't think Luke Walton gets another shot. Uh, I don't think there's a third time's the charm for Walton in the NBA. I think he'll be an assistant. He'll land on his feet somewhere in that sense. But his, his days as a head coach probably are done, and rightfully so. In his two major major stops, the Lakers and the Kings, he wasn't good enough, even if he had the second best, I think, win percentage out of the uh, out of the coaches that have come through here since Adelman was fired, which is pathetic in itself. But 
I'm here to make sure the spotlight is shine on the right people, the right groups. I'm here to make sure that you don't accept Luke Walton as the fall guy. I mean, I, I can't force you to do anything. If you want to make Luke Walton your fall guy, put it all on him. If it makes you feel better and like he was the dark cloud of this organization that is now gone and everybody else is free and Kings basketball is going to be great all of a sudden. If you want to believe that, if you want to have that optimism, if that's what gets you through this and that's what gets you through the season, all the power to you. I'm hoping to change your mind, but you're not an idiot if you if you feel that way. I'm not saying that you're 100% wrong or anything like that. That's your opinion. You're entitled to it. Feel free to have it. I love to have that conversation with you. In fact, engage in that conversation with me right now at Matt George Sack on Twitter. Email me, MattGeorgeSports at gmail.com uh, or uh, leave your thoughts down in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube. If you want to have that mindset, that is fine. I'm here to tell you as someone who has been a fan of this organization growing up, as someone who has been here through all of these 10 uh coaches going into coach number 11 as someone who has covered this team for the last seven years. I know better. I know better than to put all of this blame on Luke Walton. I've been arguing for Luke Walton to keep his job through the entirety of this season because of the revolving door of coaches, the instability of this organization, the fact that this losing culture cannot be changed because people who try and change that culture haven't been around long enough to actually implement change. This falls hardest. This blame, this shadow falls hardest on King's ownership and to some extent, Kings players. If there's a ranking, it's Kings ownership number two, one, Kings players number two, and Monty McNair in the Kings front office number three. And I'll explain all three. It starts at the very, very top with Kings ownership. Doesn't matter that not all 10 coaches have been under Vivek Ranadive. The majority of them have. The majority of these coaches have been under Vivek Ranadive as now we are in the majority years of this playoffless drought being under Vivek Ranadive, not the Maloofs. I've talked about that before. Don't have time to get in that today. But this is a failure on his part. This is a failure on the organization as a whole, not just Luke Walton. Then when it comes to the players, you had the same core of players with the exception of Tyrese Halliburton and Davion Mitchell. You had the same core of players that Dave Yeager was fired with. And we know Dave Yeager was fired because he and those core players didn't get along too well. Even if he had them playing well, they didn't get along too well. So Dave Yeager is fired. Luke Walton is brought in because he's a player's coach. He's their guy. And to be completely clear, that never changed. Luke Walton never lost that locker room. Never, ever lost that locker room. I know that for an absolute fact. Those players like Luke Walton. They support Luke Walton. That never changed. Luke Walton was their guy, and still the same core couldn't perform for him. This falls on them just as heavy as it falls on Luke Walton. In fact, it falls heavier on them. That falls on De'Aaron Fox. That falls on Buddy Heald. To some extent, Harrison Barnes, because he was in at the very tail end uh, of Dave Yeager's time in Sacramento. But that falls uh, on Fox and Heald mainly. Marvin Bagley as well. This same group of players has failed two coaches. Just as two coaches have failed them. Like as a whole, this is a bad day for this organization. It is so incredibly embarrassing 
to have to say that the Kings are looking for head coach number 11 in the last 16 seasons. That is tremendously embarrassing. And the worst part is, the the last bit of blame goes on Monty, Monty McNair in this Kings front office, who inherited Luke Walton as a coach. But the thing is, Monty McNair and the Kings committed to Luke Walton last offseason. I don't know if they were forced to do that. I don't know if that was McNair's decision. I don't know if that was a financially driven decision with the impacts of COVID-19. I don't know if it was Vivek Ranadive who forced that or the minority owners who didn't want to pay another head coach, which we've heard rumors of. I don't know whose decision that was. The reality is Monty McNair committed to Luke Walton during the offseason when you had more than enough time to move on from him and have an accurate or a a, a in-depth head coach search so that stuff like this, this early in the season, in a playoffs or bust season that you have put on yourself, this doesn't happen. I hate to break it to you. The Nate McMillan turnaround of the Atlanta Hawks last season... That's not happening here in Sacramento. It's not going to happen. We found out Alvin Gentry is going to be the interim head coach. I like Alvin Gentry. I don't believe anything is going to change under Alvin Gentry. Maybe this team plays a little bit better short term. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they put up a good fight, maybe even beat the Philadelphia 76ers on Monday. Because for some reason, in 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 the NBA and basketball and professional sports and in the history of the Kings, after coaching changes like this, the team is for no reason just played above their means. So maybe that happens. I'm not going to read too far into that. I don't expect anything really to change with Alvin Gentry. I think this Kings team at best sneaks into the play-in as a 10th seed. At best with Alvin Gentry. Now, we also heard the potential of Doug Christie being named the interim head coach. We now know that will not be the case but I was very much against that. I'll explain why in a little bit. It has nothing to do with like an anti-Doug Christie take. I'll explain that a little bit later. But overall, Kings fans, I hate to break it to you. This is a dark day. This is a bad day because the Sacramento Kings organization continues to look like absolute fools. They continue to look terrible to the rest of the league. Unstable, tripping over their own feet, authors of their own demise. This Kings team cannot get out of their own way. The fact that this is happening this early in the season, I think is a disaster. Absolute disaster. And again, to be clear, for those who think I'm pro-Luke Walton, I do not believe that Luke Walton was the guy to lead this team back to the promised land. Lead this team back to the playoffs. He had more than his fair share of problems. But if you were going to fire Luke Walton, if you thought this was a possibility, you should have done it during the offseason. If not, you should have at least given him until the trade deadline, at least in my opinion. You didn't do that, and here we are. It's just really, really a bad look, really a disaster for this Kings organization. Today's Locked on Kings podcast brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. They offer the best NBA daily fantasy sports prop games on the market. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other daily fantasy sports prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop that you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of our listeners who use promo code NBA will receive a 100% instant uh, deposit match up to $100. Again, use promo code NBA to get that free money. 
The way it works, you pick two to five players, an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds. It's that easy. Do it during the games. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com. Use promo code NBA or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Today's podcast also brought to you by Direct TV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. You have another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the other good stuff. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle. A great way to finally get your TV together. I'm talking about Direct TV Stream. It brings you live TV and on demand together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes. No need to buy another device ever again and the best part there's no annual contract get rid of the clutter get rid of the confusion get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com compatible devices required content varies by package alvin gentry when he signed as a lead assistant uh i think it was before last season he signed a contract that was equal in length to Luke Walton. So that means that Alvin Gentry signed through the remainder of this season and through next season. We now know that he is taking over as the interim head coach, which really should surprise nobody. And like I said earlier, I really don't expect it to change that much. I could be wrong. I don't expect things to change that much. Luke Walton and Alvin Gentry had pretty similar overall philosophies. And Gentry's offense has been here for the last two seasons. And we know the offense has been just as big of a problem, in my opinion, as the defense so far this season. I don't expect a lot to change under Alvin Gentry. I also don't expect Alvin Gentry to be the Kings head coach next season. I think Alvin Gentry will probably more than likely finish out this season. And then the Kings will go through a full uh, full search this upcoming offseason to uh, to hire their next guy. So as of right now, I'm not looking at coaching candidates. I'm not going to dive into that yet. Uh, There are names out there that I know Kings fans are interested in. Terry Stotts, Kenny Atkinson being towards the top of that list. Maybe even Becky Hammond. Uh, I I don't know. Like if you want to start doing that right now and send me your favorite candidates, you can. I'm not doing that yet. I'm not at that point yet. But... I will say I'm very glad that the Sacramento Kings gave the interim title to uh, a a seasoned veteran coach in uh, Gentry and didn't give it to Doug Christie, who we heard was a candidate. Now, to be very, very clear, I love Doug Christie. I've worked with Doug for many, many years. Love the man and think he absolutely can be a fantastic head coach in the NBA. I think he's destined to be a great head coach in the NBA. But if he's going to get to that, he has to do go through the right process. He has to. He's been on an NBA bench. He's been part of an NBA coaching staff for literally just a few months. So to elevate him to an interim head coach status, basically putting him in a position to mainly fail. There's like a 10% chance of success, 90% chance of failure as an interim head coach for the Sacramento Kings this season. Why? Why throw Doug Christie into that fire for him just to be burned and potentially have his opportunities at becoming a head coach later down the line go up in flames with it? I think that would be an absolute disaster. It has nothing to do with Doug Christie. In fact, I think it's a pro-Doug Christie argument to say that it's a wrong situation for him. And it's not so much that Doug's not ready. It's that even if he was ready, plopping him in this situation, I think he's doomed to fail. Just like I think Alvin Gentry is really doomed to fail. And what does success look like for Gentry? Finishing out next season? It's probably not going to happen. He's going to be a lame duck head coach. Like interim head coaches rarely, rarely ever work out in the NBA. 
So I'm very glad that Doug didn't have to deal with that. Very, very glad he didn't have to deal with that. This whole thing's a mess, man. Falls heavily on the players. Falls heavily on ownership. Falls heavily on the front office. If you take nothing else out of this podcast, take away the fact that Luke Walton cannot be the fall guy for them all. They don't deserve that. Like I said, I think this is another bad day for the Kings organization. Another very bad day for the Kings organization. A continuation of a horrific pattern that needs to be broken, needs to be stopped before this team is ever going to get back to any inklings of success. And I'm not just talking like late 90s, early 2000s NBA championship success. I'm talking about just making the playoffs and looking like they belong. That's where this is at right now. I think it's an absolute... Tragedy isn't the right word. I think it's a, a, a massive shame and an embarrassment, really, that this continues to happen in Sacramento. And, like I said earlier, Kings ownership, Vivek, Monty McNair, that entire front office, the Kings players, they should be more embarrassed that this has happened than Luke Walton should be for losing his job. Also, I do want to say... In my interactions that I've had with Luke, they've been nothing but solid. I know there was some pretty significant allegations that Luke dealt with when he came in. I've tried to stay away from that because I know very little about it. Um, and I'm I'm not talking about that side of him, which I, I never really knew. And I have no idea if it's true or not. And it sounds like it's not and it never really got anywhere. Um, but I will just say from my interactions with Luke Walton, and, I, and I'm talking public interactions, private interactions, interactions between him and, and my wife and my family, uh, interactions in post-game, pre-game, around the floor. Like, it, it's been nothing but professional. He's been nothing but kind. Um, he's been very um, willing to talk. Uh, and I have had nothing but a good experience with Luke Walton. So even if I didn't believe that he was the right guy for the job, I do appreciate Luke Wall, and I never celebrate anybody losing their job. If you choose to, hey, that's 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 you. I'm not gonna not gonna tell you to do otherwise. Uh, I I'm not celebrating that. I think Luke Walton um, deserves more credit than what he got, and I think he he's taking more blame than maybe he deserves. And I think that will be made more and more clear as this team continues to struggle now that he's gone. Call it a pessimistic viewpoint from a normally optimistic guy. I don't expect much to change from this. I don't know why I should believe that head coach number 11 is going to be any different than the last 10. I have to believe it to see it. The only saving grace potentially is that Monty McNair is hiring his guy. And I sure as hell hope that Monty has full control of the guy that he's hiring. So he can go out and get his guy. Not Vivek's guy. Not Wilcox's guy. Not Joe Dumar's guy. His guy. I hope that happens. That's the only real saving grace that Kings fans can hope and or latch their hope to that this one might be different because it's Monty's first real hire. All right, let me know where you're at. I want to hear from you. I also want to let you know that the Built Bars that are out right now available for you throughout this Thanksgiving season, they are must-have. Built Bar has been a phenomenal sponsor of the Locked On Kings podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network for years now. With Thanksgiving time, all the good food and good treats, it's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. You can feast on something delicious and feel good about it. Instead of having a slice of pie that's around 300 calories on the low side, most Built Bars are only 130 calories with only 4 grams of sugar and plenty of protein, plus they're covered in 100% chocolate. Replace the coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar or a raspberry Built Bar instead of a raspberry pie. 
low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, the perfect option for Thanksgiving that is coming up next week uh, and or this week, depending upon when you're listening to it, hard to believe. And also this week is Black Friday. There are going to be great Black Friday deals going on on Built.com for you to check out. But if you can't wait that long, we have a deal for you right now. You can get 15% off. All you have to do is use LOCKED15, promo code LOCKED15 at checkout for 15% off your box uh, of Built Bars right now at Built.com. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, you know how I feel about the situation. Now I want to hear how you're feeling. Let me know. Again, at Matt George Sack on Twitter. Email me, MattGeorgeSports at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, we, uh, I'd love to hear your, your thoughts if you're watching on YouTube in the comment section down below. I love the passion of the Kings fan base, even if I 100% disagree with you. Um, I, I love that interaction. Love that conversation. We've been through this many, many times before. Uh, so this is nothing new to a lot of Kings fans. So, hey, let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. And let's see how this team responds uh, when they host the Philadelphia 76ers on Monday night. It's another change of an era in terms of coaching. But believe me when I tell you, this Kings team still has a crap ton of problems. If I were Monty McNair, I would have looked to make a trade before making this move. I understand it's easier to move on from a head coach than it is to change up your roster. So I'm not surprised that this move is being made. I just think it's an overall net negative, not a net positive for this Kings team. Could be wrong. Hopefully I am wrong. Hopefully uh, the the this Kings team suddenly turns around other, under Alvin Gentry or next offseason the, the Kings get the perfect coach that we've been waiting for since Adelman was fired. Maybe Mike Malone can come back to Sacramento somehow. I have no idea. But we'll see what happens. I appreciate your support here on this, uh, this emergency podcast Sunday. Can't wait to have you join me after the Kings and Sixers game on Monday. I should be at the game. So if you're going, let me know. I'd love to uh, say hi to you in person. Until next time, my name is Matt George. You've been listening to Locked On Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.